Hello, family and friends. I'm excited today for day four with Pastor John Weiss. It's been such a blessing, Pastor. Thank you for taking time out to spend with me. It's, uh, I know it's a blessing to those of you out there listening. So you can reach Pastor at his website at GoRock, G-O-R-O-C dot life on his website. And Father, we just thank you for speaking through us today, Father. And we just know that your word is a living thing, a light and a lamp. We thank you for it in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for having me. I'm glad to be back again. Today, I wanted to share a little bit about what I call the gold of Egypt. Amen. I've talked on this now for years. And I believe that Christians have got to get better at handling finance and money and wealth. And what, you know, I found out a lot of Christians are great at giving away things and giving away money, but they're bad at getting it back. They're such bad harvesters, but good sowers. You know, I worked on a farm and I remember what harvest was like. I know what shocking wheat's like. I know what walking those fields is like. And let me tell you something. Harvest is way harder than sowing that seed. Way harder. It is a much more difficult work. Mm -hmm. Christians are bad at that. And we have an excuse that we pretend like, well, money's evil. Money is not evil. The love of money is evil. That's right. And love is giving, which means if you're willing to give up of yourself for that dollar, that's evil. But if you're willing to be able to deal with that dollar right, that's not. Having a bunch of them doesn't make you evil, mm -hmm. uh, especially when you have a ministry and, and are able to be used by God to, to take that money to bless people. But I want to say this. You can't do just give. Christians, if you go to an average Christian, you say, hey, how are you going to get more money? Oh, you got to give. Yeah. You can't just give. You also have to sow. You have to actually invest. Sowing, I don't know if you know this, how farms work. When you put a seed in the ground, what are you expecting? Dead seeds? Mm -hmm. No way. Yeah. You are expecting fruit and a return. Yes, if I sow a kernel of corn, one kernel of corn, as a farmer, I am expecting hundreds and hundreds of corn kernels back. Mm -hmm. That's right. That is sowing. Yep. Brother, that is sowing. Right. That is an investment and a return. Yep. And Christians are terrible at this most of the time. We want to have faith with no works. We want to only do the belief side, but do nothing. My parents raised me to believe this. Do everything, listen to these words, do everything you know to do in the spirit and everything you know to do in the natural. And you can get a result. If you only want to do just one of them, you won't have the supernatural result. You That's need right. to do both. Amen. If you have a headache, pray. Mm -hmm. But don't be afraid to take an Advil. I guess that's the way I'd say this. Do everything you know in the natural and the spiritual and don't pretend to just do one. Yes. That is not just faith. That's stubbornness. And don't be so stubborn you can't be used by God. Amen. So I'm going to get right to this. God blessed the children of Israel when they came out of Egypt. As a matter of fact, they plundered. He said he plundered Egypt. He gave them the wealth of the country. They had all the gold. So you have a bunch of people that were slaves. They were slaves. All of a sudden came into the entire wealth of Egypt. But they never learned how to handle the gold. The problem is they never learned how to become the masters of that gold the way that God called them to. They stayed slaves. And this is the way Christians still are today. And so many people are. When you have a need, you decide you got to go get more money. When you have a problem, you decide I need to go get another job. You go find a way to slave yourself out for more dollars rather than find a way to handle the gold and the blessings God's already given you. Instead of being a better steward of what God already has given you in your life, you want to go find more things to ruin and get more things in. We've got to get better with what God has given us. So I have a set of verses here that I'm going to ask you to read for everybody, and then I'll talk about it. 
All right, Matthew chapter 20, starting in verse 1. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. Now when he agreed with the laborers for a denarius a day, he sent them into his vineyard. And he went out about the third hour and saw others standing idle in the marketplace and said to them, you also go into the vineyard and whatever is right, I will give you. So they went. Again, he went out about the sixth and ninth hour and did likewise. And about the eleventh hour, he went out and found others standing idle and said to them, why have you been standing here idle all day? And they said to him, because no one hired us. He said to them, you also go into the vineyard and whatever is right, you will receive. So when evening had come, the owner of the vineyard said to his steward, call the laborers and give to them their wages, beginning with the last to the first. And when those came who were hired about the eleventh hour, they each received a denarius. Ten, but when the first came, they supposed that they would receive more, and they likewise received each a denarius. And when they had received it, they complained against the landowner, saying, These last men have worked only one hour, and you made them equal to us, who have borne the burden and the heat of the day. But he answered one of them and said, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? Take what is yours and go your way. I wish to give this last man the same as to you. Is this not lawful for me to do what I wish with my own things? Or is your eye evil because I am good? 16. So the last will be first and the first last. For many are called, but few are chosen. Amen. You know, I love this story because I ask people in this story, this is how I tell the way that people see money. Are you a Christian who's going to be good at this or not good at this? And you need to change the way you think. And this is what I say to people. Look at these people. He goes into the square and he hires workers. And then throughout the day, multiple times, he goes and hires these workers. These five times he goes out and hires workers. And some workers came in the last hour of the day and they worked the last hour of the day. And the first workers he makes an agreement with and says, I'm going to pay you a day's wage. Come and work. And now these guys are happy. They got work. And then the last people and throughout the rest of the day, he just says, I'll pay you what's right. He doesn't make that agreement. And it's funny because the people he makes the agreement with are the only ones that thought I deserve more out of everybody. They're the only ones that thought I deserve more. So I ask people, which one of them was most blessed? And you can see in Kristen's faces, some of them go, I want to say the people that worked an hour, but that might be greedy. I don't want to seem greedy, but I feel you can see it. It triggers in their head. They're like, those are the ones I want to say, though. Like they only worked an hour and they got the, you know, the day's wage. And then they're like, well, I don't know. I don't want to say the first guys because those guys kind of got rebuked at the end. They're kind of told like they had an agreement and they were, you know, I don't want to be those guys. They can't be. So they pick somewhere in the middle and you see them. It's kind of a brain thing going on as they're picturing it. And I always tell them the wealthy landowner was the most blessed. If you went to all their house, who has the best stuff? The wealthy landowner or the day laborers? You tell me, guys. Come on. You tell me. It's the wealthy landowner. The man who was able to give money out throughout the day was the most blessed. Not the ones getting all day, but we automatically assume the people getting paid are the ones we're talking about when we talk about blessings. Because they're getting paid, so money's coming to them, so they're getting blessed. That is not the sign of blessed. The man who was able to sow this wealthy landowner had enough money to pay people a day's wage who worked an hour. And you know what's funny, guys? He probably made more than a day's wage off of their hour's work because the whole time they were working for him, bringing him more wealth. Yeah. This man knew how to use his wealth to make more wealth. 
and he was the most blessed. And the funny part is it even says in the beginning, the kingdom of heaven is like a wealthy land owner. It doesn't say the kingdom of heaven is like the workers who came, but we so identify as the slave. We so identify as that Egyptian slave. We so go back to that's who we are that we think about getting more money. We think about being the servant. We think about being the worker and that that's what heaven is about. Heaven isn't even about you. It's about God. He is the point and the focus of heaven. That is what heaven is like and about. If you want to be a blessing, be blessed, then you have to actually be used by God. My father used to say to me, you want to see a move of God? Be a move of God. Stop waiting for a move of God. Be a move of God. Most people don't want to be a supply. They want more supply. Most Christians are bad with the talents God's given them. They bury them in the ground. They save them in their bank. And they're just trying to get a little bit more. But they're bad at getting money back. The Bible says you could have at least put this talent into the bank. You could have put it in there and gotten interest back. You could have at least gotten me my 10% back on this. But he didn't even know how to do that. And I'm, I'm saying most Christians don't know how to handle the gold. We mishandle it. We abuse it. We don't know how to get our interest back on our money. We think getting money back on our money is a bad thing. We think investing in returns is bad. That is sowing and reaping. We think going into the fields is bad because we blame people that have a bunch. How do you get so much? Oh, I was harvesting. You, you were what now? Mm-hmm. We don't even like to go there. Right. We're, we have turned this thing on its head. And I, I want to warn you with this. And I'll close it with this. If you don't ask questions, find people who are good at handling their money. Learn how to do better yourself. Eventually, read about it yourself. The children of Israel who'd be, who were bad at handling their gold, eventually they worshipped the gold. And then eventually they devoured it themselves. Read it for yourselves. They ended up worshiping and then devouring the very wealth God wanted to bless them with because they couldn't learn how to handle it and be the master of what God gave them. We've got to get our heads screwed on right to face the things that God has given us, this tool, and stop looking at it as though something you need to get more of and start realizing you need to do better with what God has already given you. Be a good steward of it. He will give you much. Start learning the right ways, even with $10. Go and get that in an account that's going to give you real interest and returns. Start with something. God will increase it. Amen. Would you please pray for our listeners? Lord Jesus, I pray right now for all those that are financially hurting. There's ministries hurting. There's individuals hurting. There's people here who are scraping by. God, I've been there in my life. I've been very poor, and I've been blessed and wealthy, and I know that wealthy is better than poor. Anybody who's been at both knows which one's better. And I pray right now, God, not just for supply. We know where the supply is. That's your job. We got to stop pointing fingers at you and pretending you're bad at your job. You are an awesome God and great at your job with supply. We've got to get a control over how we're spending and where we're putting that supply you've given us. Even if we only have one talent, we have got to get better to put it to use and do something with it rather than pretend we just need the five. If I just had the five talents, now I'd do something. No, you would not. You'd waste the five and bury them in the ground. We've got to get our head screwed on right and obey what you've already given us to do and do right with it and be a good steward. So I pray, God, that we get the wisdom to see what it is you're saying and the courage to do something about it, to receive from you that we can actually change our life if we'll start today Make an adjustment and start seeking that knowledge and get it. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Well, look forward to having you one more day, Pastor. Hopefully then in the future, I'd love to have you back. And folks, we love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.